Very good. <laughs> so, where are we up to? We asked the question, how could the world exist on Rosh Hashanah and, and how could the world exist on Shabbos? And the answer was that the Malchus has two dimensions, has the internal dimension, has the external dimension. And on Shabbos, what goes up is only the inter external. And therefore, the world lives from the internal. On Rosh Hashanah, what goes up is the internal, and the world lives from the external. In order to understand this, so we gave an example of a factory. A factory has the internal and the external. The internal is the vitality, the passion, the, 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 the life of the factory. And the external are the actual people standing next to the machinery and taking care of stuff. When the, when the boss comes in and he doesn't give that vitality, he doesn't give that attention, doesn't, doesn't know if he wants to continue to have this company for another year, the company doesn't collapse. The company continues to live, but without vitality. Just like a body and a soul, we said the same thing. The internal is the life. The body is the external. So there's the body and the soul. The soul is, uh, so when, the, when a person faints, he doesn't cease to exist. What's missing is the life. So how does a person live when, a, when he sleeps? or when he's in a state of faint, he lives by the external. He lives by the body, not by the soul. We could even give another example for that in order to understand the idea of Rosh Hashanah. I, I like using these three examples because this is going to help us understand the idea of Shabbos too. So till now we gave two examples. We gave of a factory and we gave an example of a body and a soul. What would be a good example for that Let's say in a marriage? Same thing. Usually in the marriage, there's the technical and there's the passion, there's the romance. So let's say a person comes home one day and his wife doesn't want to come out of the room and she's very upset. Or God forbid, forbid, let's say even more, let's say God forbid they separate. The marriage is still, the marriage is still on. It's in a state of faint. What exists? The external. Now he has a hard time. Now he has a real job, a real, the real, uh, the real hard work is for him to convince her to want to come back. But no one would say, answering the Kabbalistic question, if the Malchus goes up, how does the world exist? How does the marriage exist? The technical still exists. They're still technically married. Even when they're separated. But we don't have to go so far, even if they're not separated. Let's say even if she's upset. So she still is running the house. He's still going to work. He, like or vice versa, right? We're very liberal, right? I think different roles, uh, nowadays the roles are, doesn't matter, but the technicals are still going on. 
So that is life for Rosh Hashanah. And life for Rosh Hashanah means the, the, that we draw back down the Malchus and we bring back that life and vitality back to the world. So far, so good. I really hope that up to here was very, very clear. Why is it important for me? Because, as you know, I like to teach. And teaching is not only a form of giving information. I want to lead you to a place where you could understand by yourself. And therefore, once I explain this idea with so many different examples, I want to try to hear from you what is the idea of Shabbos? On Shabbos, we say exactly the opposite. The Malchus goes up. But what part of the Malchus goes up? Not the external, I'm sorry, not the internal goes up. Meaning to say not the vitality goes up, but rather the external goes up. The external goes up to the internal and therefore if I ask you the question, how does the world exist on Shabbos? The world exists on Shabbos in an internal way. When you go on your cruise. Ah, nice. You got it. That's exactly the idea. Brilliant. If we're going to use the example of a, of a, of a marriage, so the couple go out on a cruise. He takes his wife on a cruise. Why do we call that that the external goes up? Because if you pass next to that apartment over there where they live, you see that the lights are off. You see that the husband is not at work. No one is really in the house. No one is cooking in the house. No one is cleaning in the house. No one, no, there, there's, he's not by his job. She's not by her job. And you wonder what's going on over here? And you ask someone, what happened? What happened with this couple? Where are they? Oh, and then someone says, oh, he answers Kabbalistically, the Malchus went up. So, whoa, what's going on? The Malchus went up. So that, does that mean, so how does, this, how does the marriage still exist? So you laugh at him and you scoff at him. And you say, right, the external went up. The technicalities, the washing, the cooking, the working, the technicals, all this went up. Now they are appreciating each other. Now they're together on a cruise. Now they're together celebrating their real love. Let's try, let's say uh, Jeremy brought up the example of, of the marriage, the first one. I wanted to do it the last, but, but, uh, but because he brought it up, so I went there. But I think let's try to understand it in the, in the factory. That's going to be a bit easier to connect it back to Shabbos uh, in, in contrast to Rosh Hashanah. I want to hear from you guys. If Rosh Hashanah, if Rosh Hashanah, the boss comes into the floor where everybody is working and they're rushing in into their office and re-contemplating if they want to have the company for another year, what is Shabbos like? Regular Shabbos or Shabbos would be Rosh Hashanah? No, no, a regular Shabbos. A regular Shabbos. Based on this same idea that we spoke about, and, and now it's even easier now after Jeremy told us an example of Shabbos in the marriage, what would be an example where the external 
elevates to the internal and the company is living from an internal place. In other words, we all know already by now, the internal is the vitality, the boss, the passion, the fire, and the external are the people standing next to the machines and, uh, and uh, working. Who, who, has, who has an example for me for Shabbos uh, similar to the uh, for Shabbos similar to, uh, to uh, no, example for me for Shabbos in cor- in, in correlation to uh, in correlation to um, in, in correlation to the factory. They all come rushing to work one day, but the factory's burnt down, so they all really want to work, but there's nowhere to work. Okay, very nice. I really appreciate this because like this we could discuss it. If the factory is burned down, that's not elevation. That is a degradation. Okay, not elevation, but it's in just in terms of thinking that it's the real energy. They've got the energy, but there's no concrete work. Right, so let's think about a good example where there's the greatest energy and there's no concrete work. And, and I want to contrast it also the opposite of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, the boss comes in and says, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to have another year of work. In the marriage, the husband comes home and the wife says, I don't know if I want to stay married to you. What is, what is Shabbos? Why do we celebrate Shabbos? Why is there a mitzvah to enjoy Shabbos? What are we celebrating? What is the enjoyment of Shabbos? When you're enjoying over there the cholent on Shabbos, the delicious cake on Shabbos, I don't know what. When you're enjoying pleasure on Shabbos, what are you enjoying really according to Kabbalah? Time. You are enjoying Hashem's pleasure in the world. On Shabbos, Hashem says, I love the world. On Shabbos, Hashem says, I am enjoying your work. On Shabbos, Hashem says, I love you. On Shabbos, it's like the person, the boss, coming into the company and saying, guys, everyone stop working. I just got an email from the Chinese army that they're signing a contract with us that they're going to take our sweaters for the next 10 years. We're going to have Parnassa over here for the next 10 years. Everybody Everybody gets double their salary. We are celebrating now. I don't, I don't want anyone to stay next to their machines. Everybody comes into my office and we're going to have a shot of L'chaim. Now... And we go back to work with renewed energy. That, that's, that's going to come later. That's like Sunday after Shabbos. But what happens on Shabbos? Shabbos, Hashem says, I don't want you to stand by the machine. We're celebrating our love. I don't want you to cook now. I don't want you to, 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 uh, to, um, to sow and plow and, and be involved in the world. Now we're celebrating our love. Now let's come out of the cruise. So when we're celebrating the enjoyment and the pleasure that the, that the boss has in the company, where we are enjoying that Hashem is telling us, guys, listen, I want you. I need, I, I want your work. I want my relationship with you. Now is not the time to work. So what happens? Everybody goes into the office of the, of the, of, of the, everybody goes into the boss's office. 
and they're celebrating over there. Happens but, to Rabbi. be, a second, a second, I'll take a question in a second, happens to be that exactly that, that minute where everybody is in the office of the boss, someone walks in and he sees that no one is next to the machinery. And he goes around, he wonders what's going on over here. So he sees someone over there at the end of the corridor and asks what's going on, and he answers him cabalistically. And he says, oh, the reason why you don't see everyone next to the machinery, that's because the Malchus elevated. So then he asks the question, but how does the company live? Oh, how the company lives. Now it really lives. You know where the company lives now? Everybody is after two shots of whiskey in the office of the boss. That's really what a company is all about. We're all celebrating after working so hard and, and creating the, um, the best sweaters in the world. The Chinese are signing a, a contract with us. Lazarus, what's your question? Practically, though, what's the difference? Like, also in Russia now, we stop working in a way. It's still a Yom Tov, it's still you're not allowed to... So now we stop working for the same reason that the guy stops working because he wants to convince his wife. What do you mean we stop working? Rosh Hashanah is not a holiday. Rosh Hashanah, we don't work because what do we do the whole day? We, we convince God to come back into the world. That's why we also said that it's very important to know how far the Malchus went back up. Because if the what? I'm sorry, it strikes me that it's much, much harder work to bring the internal down than the external. Because the passion and the inside and our, our essence, that's the thing we really have to work on. The outside stuff is kind of the easy things. You know, right. so, you know we light the candle, we do have dollar and it's all back. 100%. It's very different. 100%. 100%. That's the difference between Rosh Hashanah and Shabbos. On Rosh Hashanah, we're not celebrating. On Shabbos, we're celebrating. Shabbos is also something that happens. We don't have to work at all. Like Shabbos, if you want to be in sync, you want to be in touch, you want to connect to Hashem, that's what Shabbos is all about. But Rosh Hashanah is real hard work. Rosh Hashanah, especially that we know that the Malchus goes back all the way to its source, it's like trying to convince a woman that she should want to continue to be married, not because she was offended or something. She's offended, you can get her flowers. If, if, she, if something else happened, you could always try to fix it. But if a woman says, I don't know even if I want to be married. I don't know if I even want to be in a relationship. You have to start to convince her all the way from the beginning. We are coronating God. We're convincing God to be a king, not only to be our king. We're convincing God all the way from the source.
Yeah, obviously, I wouldn't call Shabbos hard work. It, it, Shabbos has a lot of internal work. That's the whole idea on Shabbos. The whole idea on Shabbos, what does it mean to go out on a cruise with God? Going out on a cruise with God means that on Shabbos, we're more connected inwards. In other words, you want to feel your pleasure. You want to feel your essential pleasure, which is the essential pleasure of your relationship with God. That's why Shabbos is, a, that's, Shabbos is, a, is, is deep. Shabbos is deep in a, in a sense of, of a, you want to daven more, or even when you eat, even when you are involved in physicality, the, the idea is to focus, to be connected. You see, Shabbos, everybody goes back to their essence. For some people, their essence is depression, so they sleep a whole Shabbos. For some people, their essence is, uh, is uh, food, so they eat the whole Shabbos. Some people... Uh, their essence is davening, and then you come home, and 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 and, and you'll realize in 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 Shabbos the, the food is after davening. What what is the meaning? The, the food is a part of the davening. It's a part of the celebration of Shabbos. And and the, because because on on Shabbos physicality is not a contradiction to to spirituality. During the week, the world is the world is low. Shabbos, the Malchus elevates. Once, once the Malchus elevates, what does that mean? The world becomes more refined. And therefore, when a person is involved in, in physicality, Shabbos, it's not that crass. It's not there. It, it's not so physical. Let's go to our third example. And then I would love to do some text with you inside. Because this is fascinating stuff when you, when you see how Chassidus explains these concepts. Our last example was a body and a soul. And I want to I wanna, I wanna, like, uh, uh, test your, your Hasidic knack. We said a regular day we have a body and a soul. A regular day we have an internal malchus, a lower, uh, external malchus. Sometimes we're more... Sometimes we have more vitality. Sometimes we have less vitality. When we have more vitality, we're more. Um, when we have more vitality, we're more alive. When we have less vitality, we're um, we're less alive. So sometimes the body is stronger, more dominant. The body is depressed. The body is heavy, and sometimes we have more vitality. So when we're in a state of faint, that's when the body is completely dominant. And the internal goes up, and we live from the external. Who has a good example? So that was a typical example for Rosh Hashanah. What happens on Shabbos? Who, who could help me understand the example of Shabbos, the example of the body in correlation to Shabbos? What's, what's a good example where the external, where the body goes up to the soul? Not that the soul goes up and the body stays. That's faint and sleep. What would be a good example for a body going up to a soul? When we pray. Okay, that's, that's very nice. But where do you see the body reacting different when you pray? You, your body feels different when you pray? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe so... Uh, uh. No, I, I now I understand what you're asking. No, no problem, no problem. Oh, I, I thought maybe we we're going to find out that we have some big tzaddik in our midst. No, no, no. 
Don't 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 share it with anyone. Reb 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 Menachem Nachum of Chernobyl used to become fat from the pleasure that he used to get from saying Amin Yeshmei Rabba. His physical body would become different. But what? Who could give a good example for the body going off to the soul? The body going off to the soul is like when a person is dancing. Ah, I'm sorry. Have you wanted to say? Yeah, it, when we sanctify the physical world around us, perhaps that's. So, so how do you see the body acting more soul-like? When we bring down the kedusha from above on Shabbos, and everything around us in the physical world is orientated for kedusha. Right, right, right. But we're, we're using for a secular. We're looking for a secular example to explain this concept. Okay. So I, I want to use the example of dancing. You go into a friend's wedding. You really love that friend, and you also have maybe some lechayims. And then you dance like crazy for two hours and you're wondering where in the world did I take this energy and I feel like 20 years younger and I danced straight for two hours. I didn't feel my body. I didn't even feel my ego. That's the, that's the craziest thing. Yeah, in the beginning when you start dancing, every move that you make, you're very conscious how people look at you, how people see you and so on and so forth. But when you're happy, you don't feel your body. You don't feel the heaviness of your body. And you don't feel the heaviness of your ego. And you don't even understand how come you're so light. Usually the body is heavy and the soul is light. And suddenly, what does Rashi say? The holy Rashi on the words, Vayisa Yaakov Raglov, and Yaakov lifted his feet. What does Rashi say? Vayisa Yaakov Raglov, Yaakov lifted his feet. His feet became easy to go. His feet became light when he heard the, 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 the tiding, the besorah, the, the message from Hashem, the, the good tiding from Hashem that he's going to get the land of Israel. What happens when we're ecstatic? We become light. Our body starts acting like a soul. That's Shabbos. Just like Avich said now, that's the reason that the physical is not so physical on Shabbos. By the way, that's also the reason why we say Eshes Chayel on Shabbos. Like, what's going on? Only on, only on Shabbos we, we, uh, we celebrate the woman of valor. Only on Shabbos she deserves appreciation and gratitude. No. The woman always deserves it. But during the week, we could have ulterior motives. During the week, when we talk about the woman, we could think about external. It doesn't mean you should sing Eshes Chayel the whole week. It won't harm. But on, on Shabbos, we have the ability to see the internal. And therefore, the internal is about the connection. Women represents, especially in a patriarchal world, right? Women represents the world, Mother Earth. On Shabbos, physical and earth are not so physical, are not so earth. They elevate. What this leads us to, unfortunately, we're, we're not going to get to the text today. But tomorrow, I, everybody should have the text and we're going to learn it inside. Now, when, since we got to this, we're going to see over here an unbelievable linguistic thing. One of the things that we have been blessed in our, in, our, uh, in our generation, like one of the very special things is the English language. What's so special about the English language? We live in an in, in information age and, and there's so much knowledge in the world 
that English nowadays, since it's the Franca lingua of the world nowadays, and there are so many, and there are so many uh, words, so the English language nowadays has about 600,000 words. I don't think that there was ever a language so many words, and it's constantly developing. The Hebrew language wasn't used for 2,000 years, and even now it's already like affected by English and French and Latin. And, and most of Hebrew, I believe that we, we don't even know most of Hebrew. Because how, how, how do you think you can know a language based on 24 books? Most of Hebrew is forgotten. You had the 24 books of the Bible, of the Tanakh. So, so, so we have in the Hebrew language nowadays, in modern Hebrew, there's about 60 to 80,000 words. Just contrast that. It's only 10% of the English language in, in terms of quantity. Obviously, I'm not talking about quality. And therefore, sometimes we see words, and, and the words don't really, and, and that's where we have a question. So you look into Kabbalah, and Kabbalah says, what is Rosh Hashanah? Aliyat HaMalchut, elevation of the Malchus. You look at Shabbos, what is Shabbos? Aliyat HaMalchut, elevation of the Malchus. But now, let's try to translate that into English. If the words would have been written clearly, most of what we just spoke, we wouldn't have to even explain it. The word elevation has two different meanings. On Shabbos, what does it mean, the elevation of the Malchus? I want from you a word. I want from you a word that includes the whole explanation, the whole learning that we had the last two days. What does it mean, the elevation of the Malchus? The external elevation. Of the external elevation, but what is that in simple English? Elevation. Elevation is, that's the meaning of elevation. Elevation means that the external goes up. Rosh Hashanah, it's not elevation, it's removal. The malchus going up means that the malchus is removed from the world. Only we say it's removed from the world and the external stays. But it's a whole different approach. One is the malchus going up and gets elevated. Elevated in English includes the idea of becoming light, of becoming promoted, of becoming higher and better and more exciting and more vital. Removal has a different meaning. Right, it goes up. Also, when I go to sleep, what does it say in Judaism? When a person goes to sleep, his soul goes up. What does it mean goes up? Goes up means it gets, it goes, it removes. It's like saying in English almost, oh, where's their love? It went up in smoke. It went up in fire. What does it mean it went up in fire? Went up in fire means that it's getting elevated? No, it was removed. The word removal by definition means that the internal goes up. The word elevation by definition means that the external goes up and the external becomes more, more full of life. So that is a whole different approach. That's why the Avoida of Shabbos is a whole different service of Hashem than the Avoida Rosh Hashanah. The Avoida of Shabbos, it's exactly the opposite. Shabbos, we're celebrating Hashem's desire and love in the world. Rosh Hashanah, we're convincing God that he should want and enjoy the world. He should remember what, the world. What happens if Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos? That's exactly what we're going to do tomorrow. But you could figure out on your own. That is the reason why if Rosh Hashanah coincides on Shabbos. Abraham, where did you go? Adon Deba. 
Here, here. And a second, a second. We're finishing in a second, but that's exactly. No, I'm here. No, I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. No, I'm not giving you a hard time. We're finishing in a second, but you asked such a good question. That's exactly why Rosh Hashanah the coincides on Shabbos. We don't have to sound the shofar. Why think about it on your own? And tomorrow we're going to have the class. I want everyone to try to come up with a muscle with a factory. If Rosh Hashanah coincides on Shabbos, till now we had three stages. We had a regular day. We had internal, external. We had Rosh Hashanah, the boss coming in and saying, I don't know if I want to have the company for another year. We had Shabbos, the boss coming in and telling everyone, leave the machinery, come into my office. We're celebrating the success of our company. What does it mean Rosh Hashanah coincides in Shabbos? That's for you to think for the next 23 and a half hours. Have a beautiful day. Tenga bon dia. Mucho éxito. Have a lot, a lot of success. Make a lot of money today. Bon and dia. Yeah, bon dia. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, second, Simon had a question. Rabbi, where did the recording of these sessions go if one wants to rewatch? Oh, yeah, 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 I got to answer. All these classes go onto SoundCloud. 